Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there isn't going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away, unless you don't care about them that much. Beautiful disasters. I don't know what to say well, to you... introduce this episode. I would start with your name. That's a good start. Oh well, I mean, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I was just going off that like that silly notion of like you know the, a few lines of cold open before. I don't know. It's true that this this watching the film that we just saw makes me feel like Johnny the tackling Alzheimer's patient from Scrubs, just screaming, "Who am I?" as I hurl my body into space or at people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my brains were churned like butter. I like it. Know? It was good. So, uh, but no, uh, we do have a full episode, and also, <laughs> oh, this podcast, by the way, is called Beautiful Disasters. I think you did say that. Though. Did I say that? No, I said, "Welcome back." I did. You. What do we do on this podcast? I think we talk about movies and get confused about where we are in life. That that we do. That we do. <laughs> but we have a good time. We do, and that's and the it's most great. important bit. And yes, we are going to introduce this uh, this panel and this movie <laughs> in short order. I am the Groots. That's right, and I'm Murphy Lawless. And our guest joining us today is... Uh, I go by Alan T. today. Alan T. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. First time having you on the podcast, right? Yes. Uh, on this one, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, you had uh you were part of the Weird Owl episode for the the Geeks Under the Influence um flagship show, right? Yeah, with uh GUI and uh the, the network with uh and Hobbit. So mm-hmm. Mike over there. Yeah. Hi Mike if you're listening. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the guy who who suggested that whole like cold open weird thing. Yeah. It doesn't and, work here. And, you know, my name being Al, he was like, oh, he's pretty weird. I guess we could throw him in. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, sure. Well, I, logic. I know you just <laughs> enough to know that you are a quality motherfucker. So, we have good times watching uh, silly-ass flicks and good times outside of that. Yeah, I like yeah. you, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, we all spent some time at the local uh, horror convention yeah, this nearby to Richmond in Ooh. Williamsburg, Virginia. Shout out to Scares the Care. Yes. Badass right. time. Thank you for being there with me. That's right. It was a fantastic time. I'm really glad that we all got to run around together, both in and out of costume, meet some cool folks, spend too much money, and oh, uh, yeah, definitely. donate to a good cause. The limping of the bank account, but all for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Joe does a good thing out with Scares of Care. Check it out. Mm-hmm. It's a good con. It's it's one of the smaller horror cons uh, in like the East Coast circuit, but I dig it, not just because it's local, but because it's fucking fantastic, and it's... Yeah. You know, you don't get like the big, big, huge, giant names, but like yeah, you get, we got some you get big quality names. times. And the reason I love it is that it's the closest thing to what I remember uh, a horror convention being as it was 10 years ago. 
10, 12 years ago when I started going, when it was much more laid back, it was much more affordable, Mm -hmm. but also it was chill. Like you could still talk to, talk to somebody at their table for a minute or two, get a picture with them, you know, like have a little interaction as opposed to what some of the bigger cons have been. It's not quite a cattle call, which I like. Exactly. It's not get in and take a picture. All right, move next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not not that, especially when a celebrity's hot or something's researched. It's very intimate and it's wonderful and you get to enjoy yourself. Indeed. So I, I do digress, but I do want to preface the introduction of this movie with the fact that I saw this trailer some time ago, a year or two ago, whatever it was, and was mystified by it. Mm-hmm. Did not realize that it had already been released until just a few months ago. Yeah, you and I saw it in uh, Barnes & Noble. It was an Arrow release. I read the back of the Blu-ray cover and bought it sight unseen based off of the description. Yes, because my internet wasn't working. I couldn't even show you the trailer in the store. Look, no, the description on the back of this box was enough. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I've bought dumber things for more. <laughs> no, and, and what you're talking about is that description is enough to sell that movie as a an episode idea for this podcast. Both an episode idea for this podcast and something that I, like, I know for a fact that even before I watched it, I was going to go, dude, you got to see this film. Check this shit out. And I've bought some of those in the past, and then I actually watch them, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. It was all right. This delivered. Oh, yeah, it did. Holy shit. It delivered. Hand over foot, over mouth, over ass, over tea kettle, it delivered. So today, we are are talking (laughs) about a 2019 movie, Mm -hmm. nice and current. Yeah. Jesus shows you the way to the highway. That's right. From director Miguel Alonso. Um, This was, I think... um, one of uh, only one of a handful of films that he's done. I think the only other yeah. one that he's like super known for was a film called Crumbs, um, which popped up when I was looking up the our lead actor, um, Daniel Tedeschi. Nice, and you're I'm I'm gonna rely on you more because you wrote more notes about all that because you do the research. Come on there now. wasn't a ton of research to do about this because I I've been looking it up and I tried to avoid stuff that would have a ton of story to it because I really wanted to go into this film blind as much as possible just because it seemed like the kind of thing that you needed to allow for those twists and turns and um, you know you watch the film and then you have to unpack it later and I don't there's not time in this world for us to unpack this film but we're gonna try to at least um, spin you a few yarns of storyline and plot um, but just to give you an idea of like some of the cultural stuff at play, um, Miguel Lanzo was born in Madrid in Spain and now lives and makes films in Ethiopia. So there's a large, a large diversity of culture that's going into this, um, and as well as most of his actors being Ethiopian based, which which is super cool. It's not as common as you know you'd like yeah, it to be. Yeah, no, and and you almost wouldn't even realize some of those factors watching mm-hmm. this movie because. The plot takes place in the late 80s. No, this is the year 2043 is when this film is supposed to take place. I didn't say the film. I said the plot. (laughs) The plot? Takes place during the Cold War. Yes. The plot doesn't take place. No, the film is set during the year 2043. But they mentioned the Soviet Union. Yeah, they mentioned the Soviet Union as a virus for the computer, (laughs) but then they're also using MacBook (laughs) Classics, and it was made in 2019, so no one knows what the fuck is going on, my dudes. (laughs) Just saying. It's, It's a little bananas. Uh, it's the Apple. It's the hardware that they had in there, and the, just the opening feature of the first. It's true. Oh, scene. and yeah, before we really get into everything, yeah, we're gonna do our best to describe this movie, and we're gonna fail. Five point harnesses for everyone uh, because this in. movie is fucking bananas. This is another one that's kind of on par with everything everywhere all at once within trying to unravel. It's not as many like parallel universe things, but there are there is just a lot of stuff happening and there's a yeah. lot of um, like Russian nesting dolls, if you will, of uh, plot. Yes, it's like Eon Flux uh, tripped on a dot matrix printer and just kept going. <laughs> yes. So um, do you yeah. want to jump in, get started? 
Uh, how do you want to lead off? Yeah, sure. So uh, we are introduced to a CIA agent. Agent. Yeah. Uh, a, a special a, agent. A situation where there is a virtual reality circumstance with CIA agents where they are going into a virtual reality like a la the Matrix. Well, it's called Psycho Book. It is called Psycho Book. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. And the movie opens with one of their agents bleeding from the eyes and basically almost dying. I think they did. I think they did die. So there was a brief scene of them like coughing after Gurgling, a few yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Where Agent like, Tracy. Get them to the hospital. Fuck Agent Tracy. Agent yeah. Tracy was also a child. Yeah. Were they? The eyes got microwaved somehow, and uh, I mean, yeah. Whatever actor was there was like eleven years old. But like, what the yeah, fuck do I? Know? I was really focused on the they, gouged they were, out eyes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's were, a dead body. They were small of stature, but yeah, they they could have been very well been a child or a teenager. So. so we almost immediately they're like, oh shit, well this is fucked up. Like we didn't know people could die in there. Mm-hmm. Let's get our next couple agents in there. So we get agent. Oh fuck! You know Agent Gagano and Agent Palmer. <laughs> there you go. Um, were our our Lead. special agent team that we first see uh, that we see uh, go back into Psycho Book uh, to eliminate uh, part of the Soviet Union virus that they have found. Uh, they they are trying to get at the heart of the matter, but they have found one of the agents, and so they go in undercover as Top Gun pest control. With uh, face masks in the virtual reality. Yeah. And uh, the little dude, Logano, he's Richard Pryor. Yeah. Okay, well, so I think we should clarify when we say little dude. Um, Daniel Tedes is uh, a dwarf in this film. Um, I don't know if that's his stature usually or if this is just one of the crazy film logic, but, you know. Just so you know, we're not making this up. Just well, trust. <laughs> I just I just kept writing down because he gets called Little Fly later. He that, does get that, called Little Fly. So I don't just, know if we should just bust out the man's pet name right off the bat. Well, I, I think we should. Let's just call him right. Little Fly, so n- <laughs> n- nobody slips with something. His name is Gagano. How do you slip with Gagano? Ah, anyway, the other dude, uh, <laughs> Dermot, the, the uh, his partner, uh, douchebag or whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Palmer, yeah, we don't know he's a douchebag Palmer, yet. Yeah. He's a little dickish, but but you know he's he's, not... he's like a regular sized person, you know, like so he's, you know, anyway yeah. they go in. Uh, Gagano is is wearing uh sort of like a Ricky Nelson esque. No, no, Richard Pryor. He's got Richard Pryor. Yeah, Gagano has Richard Palmer. Pryor. Palmer's wearing Some fucking sort of... Robert Redford. I thought that young, looked familiar. Young Robert oh, okay. Redford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Butch yeah. Cassidy era, like, yeah. youngish. But the masks articulate, too. That was the other the, thing. The, yeah, the mouths, mouths drop down like South Park characters. Yes. So, yeah, we got a break for a second before we get in with more plot on what I feel is, like, probably one of the most brilliant live-action animation techniques. Like, we've all yes. seen rotoscoping before. Yeah. So this was... Uh, them in costumes with these like paper masks that, as you said, they were they were animating uh, the mouths, mouth mouth actions, but they were adjusting the film in in the editing process to make it look like stop motion animation, mm-hmm. which basically they were just chopping out a bunch of frames, you know, at different points to make it look like a choppy like stop motion. Yeah, it was great. It was a really and it wonderful. Really effect. fucking worked. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, and it also led into our further confusion of whether they were still in that uh, in, within Psycho Book later on when yeah. things were starting to become more muddled. It was yeah, instantly you knew you were not in quote unquote. I, I dare to say in this film reality. <laughs> but then yeah, exactly because there are points where there are big fight sequences that are not in that fashion. So yeah, yeah it's it's all. Very subjective. There are a lot but, of artistic choices for the opening for that. They were really cool. Yes. But that particular effect was very effective yeah. in, in, in making it feel like, oh, this is another reality. And I love the way they did it. That's all I'm going to say. This made me feel like a tool video was going to show up at any moment. Yes. Start, tools mm-hmm. going to start playing. And... Instead of puppets, it was people. Yeah, and it, it was exactly. just brilliant the way they did it. I, I really enjoyed it. So where the fuck are we? Uh, then they use a laser from space to kill the <laughs> Soviet agent. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 
Top Gun Pest Control gets attacked. Let's, let's describe the agent, because that was also pretty... I couldn't identify his face. No, well, he had a Stalin mask. No, not that we haven't gotten to Stalin yet. No, no, we haven't gotten to him yet. No, we haven't gotten to Stalin yet. Uh, yeah, he was he was some white white dude. Yeah, this this is some guy. I swear he he's he's another actor. I just cannot remember his name, but he has all teeth and and cheekbones. It's not Gary Busey. It's not Gary Busey. No, he's out there. But yes, no, they 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 call up for reinforcements and get the uh, space uh, freaking disintegrator beam. Space laser. Fuck him up. Zaps him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And then, uh, Job well done. <laughs> little man, little little fly wakes up and eats some pizza and walks off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, Goes right. to meet his uh, girlfriend, wife, um, Malin. Hell yeah. Um, fiance. Fiance? Yeah, fiance? I, wife, or I don't know. Were they wife? I thought he was already married. Yeah, he was already married. They kept, they keep calling her different things throughout the film, so yeah. I really wasn't so certain. his significant other. Yeah. And, his uh, lady. Uh, the At her kickboxing her is, studio. Yeah, it was like in the middle of a heavy bag session with her trainer. Yes. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> just this very, very... She is a, uh, she is a, a buxom badass, is mm-hmm. what I wrote down. It's just like, like she's fucking just owning. Yeah. And it, like, obviously, you know, the size difference between her and him. And then they, they head back to their apartment house. Mm-hmm. And there's a shower scene. Yeah. Yeah, she says, "Come and sh- have a shower with me, boy." Uh, you know, and he has this this joyous grin, and then gets down and starts licking the dew off of the shower on her leg, yep. and then licking has, her knee, licking her knee with the, the runoff, and there's smiles, and it gets to the point where he has a massive back spasm, and just this disjointed yell out, "Ow, <laughs> my back!" Mm-hmm. And cut scene, and it's it's right to the bedroom, and him discussing how he, he you know he wants to change and get out of this this particular life, and uh, and quit being a CIA agent <laughs> and psycho book. Mm-hmm. Which is a phrase that's very relevant. It's perfect. This yeah, movie does move good. along at a clip that is faster than any yeah. of us could take notes. Yeah, you. Yeah, just saying. So we've, we've got. Yeah. Got chunks where we learned that um, his pet name for her is Birdie, and her pet name for him apparently is My Little Fly. Uh, and then he gets distracted by the TV where Batman is getting his foot licked by a random person, um, then does cocaine and runs away to get elderly femme Robin and then runs off. Yeah, that happens so fast. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, your brain's going to go, well, then, I, the, the tray. And, uh, yeah, and then next like <laughs> Malin yells at him to turn off the propaganda, and then he gets called back to work to fight uh, the Soviet Union virus. Um, but she, she, he just wants to eat his pizza. She is mad because she wants to open a kickboxing academy. Um, he just wants to own a pizza place, right? Well, yeah. his it's the great. Palmer, the dick bag, um, wants like asked him like, why don't you open a pizzeria? Because he's always eating pizza and talking about pizza. And he's like, oh, that's just a hobby. Um, <laughs> being all, like, modest. Apparently he's good at it. Like, yeah. Apparently he's great at it. Get it, bro. Yeah. So they go back into Psycho Book to fight the Soviet Union virus. All right. Um, then the, then there's a uh, hammer and sickle knife fight. Yep. Yep. Palmer fights Stalin with a uh, hammer and sickle. That is cool. That fucking awesome. In that similar style of animation. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Back to and Stalin wins because, like, hammer and sickle versus one knife. Yeah. Just wins. He bests him and sort of ends up strong arming him into some sort of deal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He has to he captured. Black he's them. captured in the fucking reality. Yeah. False reality, and, we, and then uh, forced to what the fuck? We get well. We get great lines like, "Are you kidding me? I'm a virus. I know you better than than you know yourself, and I don't make deals with viruses." That's right, but oh, that's what it is. Yeah, he blackmails Palmer because Palmer, at one point in time, was fucking little flies. No, this is the first thing that we see is him. Fucking the commander's wife. Oh, the commander. That's yeah. right. It's the no, commander's wife right. that we yeah. see first. Yeah, he he just he just likes balling and, and uh, shows up on his face as Agent Stalin uh, in this or virus Stalin like has a basically his face turns into a miniature television screen and shows this ridiculous scene. Mm-hmm. 
and, yep. and just her, I, I guess orgasming, I don't know what to call it, but it's, it, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And then, yeah, similar, that's basically how, yeah, he does it similar later on with yeah. Little Fly yeah. well. But in the meantime, uh, we've got Little Fly, in his reality, ends up dropping into a coma. Yeah, well, he, so he, um, the, the commander is all shitty and tells Palmer, like, hey, make sure Gagano is the one that touches any of the substance, because he, you're, you're more important than he is, and it causes him to, to go into the coma. Um, and so that's why we get, like, when we come back, some of the extra exposition, um, where we see, like, Malin at work, and, um, my favorite character, Captain Laguchi. <laughs> Captain Laguchi is not dancing for you, she is dancing for the universe. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be either Captain Laguchi or Mr. Sophistication. Who comes yeah. in Captain Laguchi. Captain Laguchi is tops yeah. for me. Ca- Captain Le- Laguchi was yeah. probably the, the Legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. And that's also where we find out because um, that's when Malin finds out that Gagano has slipped into this coma. Um, and, like, the CIA, like, won't get him out of it or can't get him out of it. Um, yeah, they don't know so what they're doing. They basically then, abandoned him. Yeah. yeah, and then... I mean, it's a government agency. Him. Like, yeah. you know, expect it. They're like, maybe we can use you before you die, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then we learn that Palmer has also at one point had relations with uh, Malin. Um, so yes. Palmer's just fucking everybody. Palmer is yeah. the king dickbag here. Yeah, so, like, yeah, Palmer is... is not only that, but he's like, he's hitting on Little Fly's wife while he's in a coma. Yep. Like he's just straight. Shatner. Yeah, he's yeah. Shatner. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and she's not cool with it. Like, she shuts that shit down. Mm-hmm. At least for a while. But they, but they had, no, they had already slept together. Remember? Because she talks about it being a mistake. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. But, uh, so meanwhile, like, uh, Little Fly ends up in, or Gagano. Ends up in like a virtual like bar with Stalin. He orders pizza. Stalin yeah. makes a copy of him and sends the copy of Gagano into Beta Ethiopia. Yeah, there it is. Yep, and so there, that's where he orders and pizza a, and meets two like patriotic vets that think Ethiopia, he's yeah. that that's think right. he's the emperor. Mm-hmm. Oh God! And, and then that fro is back. Yeah, if your eyes are crossed, uh, that's normal. Uh, it, that's fine. Yeah, this is where my notes start to just run a little askew. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be able to keep up with this movie. So the next note I have uh, is U-boats. What the <laughs> fuck, Beta U- Ethiopia? <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Oh yeah, we did get like an insert of U-boats and stuff. I still yeah. don't know where the fuck those God. came from. But when Batfro bursts into there, someone goes, "Oh shit! It's the government's fucking president!" And I love that line. That is maybe <laughs> yeah. the fucking funniest shit. Also, they call him Batfro. That is his name. Yeah, that yep. Is his character's <laughs> name and the logo on his shirt is completely yeah, it's sort just of blurred, blurred out, blurred, obscured, obscured yeah. and almost like a psychedelic kaleidoscope. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, like a computer like, error. Yeah, it's not pixelated. It's it's just. Like, but he's also very clearly wearing the Adam West Batman. Oh, absolutely. Costume. And they're just like, yeah, we're not sitting in a courtroom over this. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, that was on the TV. They were. That was on the TV in the bar. And then he says, "This is the substance. Vote Batfro." And the substance is interesting because it's not. We. St- I couldn't make heads or tails of whether it was. Good or bad or evil or it was this green like jello-ish in, yeah. a, in a Ziploc There was bag. that, but there was also, I, I feel like there was a different form of it, too, because yeah. there was candy. Yeah. Throughout, throughout Which the... Which was infused with it. With it, I guess yeah. it's infused, yeah. Yeah, so, apparently they were infusing it into a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but in its pure form, it's this green gelatinous substance that's just... Yeah. Nondescript. I feel like really don't get into that. There should have been, like, a special edition release of this... Movie on Blu-ray with that came with like candies. Or I think you're line. you're thinking of what Severin does, my dude. <laughs> no, Arrow does cool shit too. Everybody does cool shit every once in a while. <laughs> I'm just saying it's that. super limited though. You know, we yeah. miss out on it. If I mean, I've like, been having the a flowchart at, at least. I think that might have been my speed. <laughs> All right, then we, <laughs> I was like, I just want to know what's happening. Then we get introduced. <laughs> We get introduced to Mr. Sophistication. That's right. Oh, and we find out that people can lick credit cards to run them. And That's right. Blink red like terminals. That's yeah. right. And he uh, he ends up calling 
about Little Fly's credit card, and uh, they end up tracking him that way, right? Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it declines, or and, uh, yeah. Mr. Sophistication holds him because his credit card, specifically because it declines, he's like, only certain kinds of people have these card, pink cards. That's right. Yeah. And you, you're being held because of that. You're, who are you? And they started, you know... In, yeah, they that's right. Quizzing him on that, on the, all these questions here, and yep. Oh, that's right, because that's where like Gagano tries to call for help to try to get one more time to get him out and be like, "Hey, I used my card, so you can find me." And they're basically like, yeah. "Try to find out what's happening before you wither and die." Yeah, and <laughs> Mr. Sophistication has the perfect Italian accent, and perfect is in quotes. <laughs> I highlight it, underline, amazing, absolutely the most steadfast Italian accent I've ever heard and he is uh he's probably one of the best characters in the film. reminded you of your uh, relatives in Sicily Absolutely, right like so spot on time. this yeah. guy yeah. just you know looking like he fell off a Captain Crunch box with uh <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> with a safari hat and uh mm -hmm. just the perfect Italian accent I, I can't yeah. stress the perfect Italian accent enough um so great <laughs> Well, I guess in the meantime, in the real world, uh, yeah. Palmer, the partner, is trying to woo the wife with like, "Hey, I've got all these savings. Like, uh, I can, I can buy you that uh, that kickboxing studio you want." Right? I was thinking I could help you open the most beautiful kickboxing academy the world has ever seen. There you go. That's actual, how. Actual that's, quote. Yeah, that's how he tries to woo her. And then she's what like, the oh my god, a pink card, which means absolutely nothing to us because we're not in that universe. But <laughs> I guess it means that he's got a butt-ton of money. Um, oh, but Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah. So, in the virtual world, uh, Mr. Sophistication, we have to talk about his henchmen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're getting in there. So, yeah. uh, all right. So, actually, I have a space here, Sorry, so I missed it. a thing. Uh he was obviously a hippie. Where, yeah. where did that So I think play? that was when, um, so the two vets that were in the pizza place stood up for Gargano. And then Batfro gets, like, up in arms at them and tries to, like, and tries to, like, bully them. And so Gagano's like, stop talking to them like that and gets shot. And then, like, he doesn't die. He gets back up. But when he gets shot, Batfro goes, he was obviously a hippie. That's what happened. Yeah. I already completely forgot about that. I just yeah. wrote down the line. Yeah. Somehow that made yeah. sense. But they have now imprisoned the two vets and um, Gagano in like literally like a cage. Yeah. Like and they're that. talking about how they're gonna get um, Gagano's CIA code from him so yeah. they can take control of Psycho Book. Yeah. Um, With the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> well, that that, that happens. Real quick. Please, Alan, yeah. will you tell us the names of the three Kung Fu masters uh, that yes. Mr. Sophistication... Mr. Sophistication's three henchmen. All right, the first one, and, and take heed here, the first one's name is authentic. It's spaghetti. Yep. The tracks. second one is ravioli. Yep. And in perfect Italian repetition, Balthazar is the third. <laughs> Balthazar! Balthazar! Three <laughs> badasses who are reminiscent of Big Trouble in Little China, the Raiden sort of outfits... <laughs> Without the, the, the oversized, uh, you know, the, the hats that yeah. they have. But these are these are moderately sized on that. But, yeah, definitely it was in, in the, the, the numbers of threes and whatnot. It was just, mm -hmm. holy cow, perfect. And that was obviously the most fun day of filming because yeah. Batfro was in a giant-ass pool at a villa yep. somewhere. Somewhere in mm -hmm. a resort. Wherever the fuck this villa was. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Sophistication showed up with his three ninja-looking motherfuckers. Yeah, his giant -ass kung hats. fu masters yes, to were. talk about going to find the Ark of the Covenant, which is the original and most powerful psycho book terminal. And, <laughs> correct. To, to their credit, th their moves were really good. I yeah. I not say that much. They no, there were, wasn't They were legit karate. kung fu moves. So, yeah, yeah, the Shaolin Master, they, they, they go to his lair. Yeah. yeah. And they, well, they go to steal it from the... Exactly. Yeah. Shaolin Master is the yeah. one they need to defeat. Yeah. And he mm -hmm. fucks them up for a minute, but they do they eventually... They Psycho Book, and they raise their expertise level to eight instead of seven. Boom. Which you can do. So. Yeah. You can do. Totes. And they do defeat the Shaolin Master. Yeah. They stab him. 
because they're a bunch of jerks. It, there, were audible, there was audible sadness for, for Murph and Groots when that happened. and I, I think It wasn't, it, yeah, I mean, I, I think I in laughed. unison we went, oh. I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I mean, this is the... It, I forgot who I was rooting for, I think. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you were rooting for Balthazar. In the, co- in the context of this movie, this is the point where... Uh, this is the sort of nearing the end of the second act where, like... Everybody on the good side is How having the worst which, time. What was the the end of the acts? Well, <laughs> this is where the bad guys have won the most. Okay, okay. this All is right. where okay. Batfro okay. and Stalin are on top of the game. That's yeah. right. I, for, okay. I keep forgetting that Batfro and virus Soviet Union Stalin are yeah, alive. They're, they're oh yeah, no, no, they're, they're they're best bros. I know, I know. I just that they sentence. In secret, which which happens. A lot. Um. But yeah, so that happens, and then they need the code from Gagano. So Stalin shows Gagano his wife cheating on him with Palmer. That's rough, Same man. Same way yeah. that he got, you know, Palmer like graphically with, with the commandant. Yep. This is a lot more graphic, though. Yeah, this is yeah, definitely like there's some nudity in it, and yeah, there's there's. It doesn't show penetration, not, but no, it's definitely like it's not it's not three it's not three acts, but it's definitely like well, it's no okay. Christiana Devil Nun. No. <laughs> There she is. Uh, there, okay. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, that's an, oh, that's going in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. There's a lot. Um, that's a whole other film. But yeah. the the <laughs> vets try to comfort him, and they're like, "You must be strong, my little prince." And they keep calling him "my little prince," and they keep telling him he's Jesus and the emperor. Meanwhile, of one of the Ethiopia. guys. Okay. The, so the voiceovers in this whole movie are fucking fantastic, <laughs> and they're so like off like brand like you would you would expect. One of those. Ethiopian dudes sounds like a smooth talking like seventies black exploitation guy. He's like, "Hey man, you all good?" That's right. And it's yeah. just like, what the? The accents what? would slip slide, and they're like, "I heard Irish, I heard black exploitation." Yeah, I, yeah. I but I these are definitely like, like seventy year old yeah. vets. Yeah, these, like, these men are, are, are in their seniors and they're yeah. hair. Well, they're the, full uniform the actors that. are. Yeah. The voices are. What the fuck? Who knows, yeah. man? Yeah, we need a voice uh, on set today. Can you do it? Yeah, sure. I'll like, that's going to be a whole other layer of the movie of going back <laughs> into it and be like, who the fuck voiced this shit? And why were these choices made? We're going to have to be able to read the credits because those things seizure flash faster faster yeah. than the Porygon episode T- that gave kids T- seizures. If you have seizures or epileptic. Don't the, watch the credits. The credits you can just skip right through because man, it, they're yeah. <laughs> it is a, a kaleidoscope. But if you life. like rave culture, yeah, yeah. or even video games, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the music big. in this is banging. It's all like eight bit video game music. Yeah, the, yeah, the music track tracks pretty well for us. We're all kids. I might have. Games, I, so. I I I gotta find this uh, soundtrack. So yes, they're comforting him. However, in the meantime, well, he slips into like a like a fantasy, doesn't he? Does he now? Yeah. yeah. Is that in between? Yeah, because that's... Because this is, like, he goes straight from, like, being comforted to, like, falling asleep and dreaming that he's got his, like, pizza place on the beach. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> they're uh, all cheering for him. Yeah, and everyone's cheering for him, and it's him and Malin, and, like, then it's him having sex with Malin and the pizza truck, and it's all rocking, and then it's Palmer who turns around and goes, stop sodomizing me, agent. With the, <laughs> with the full mask on yeah. for uh, Robert Redford there. Yeah. And the mouth articulates, which really sells that scene. Yep. And so then we get, then we realize that, uh, what the fuck, Mr. Sophistication is trying to play his own mm-hmm. angle. Yeah, okay? that's right. He's trying to get his... Play his own ankle in perfect Italian cadence. Yes, he Just wants. He wants to get. Um, he wants to get the code so he can do his thing and, and rule. Beta Ethiopia. Beta Ethiopia. Yeah. yeah, that's what he wants. He wants to get that for the fuck out. He wants to get back. Yeah, he wants to get his own fucking domain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Haha! <laughs> Computer domain. I get it. Meanwhile, guess what? Uh, the baddies are fucking wise to that shit, and they mm-hmm. send two fucking assassins. Oh, but uh, but could you tell me um, what do those assassins look like? By the way, are you asking Roots or myself? Because you I'm tell me sure, what the assassins. I'm pretty look sure like that, that they found uh, two sort of 
<laughs> roboticized flies. Giant laser Giant eye flies. Laser eye flies, reminiscent of the early 50s uh, fly and whatnot from Universal Monsters and whatnot. So it's kind of got that whole, like, they're not even hiding it moment. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's beautiful. And then he... The flies automatically zoom on or zone into uh, ravioli and spaghetti, which breaks my heart because there were some tough characters mm -hmm. and they get foofed. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's no martial arts here. There, there's just lasering. Yeah, yeah they, they deflected get, briefly with you, a with a like serving tray. And they are they are gone. They're yeah. zapped. They're yeah. all done. And then uh, Gagano steps in and he tries to you know, after all three of the Mr. <laughs> Sophistications. Uh, men are wiped out. He jumps in and uh, he gets hit dead on, and it just kind of hurts him a little bit, but it doesn't kill him. And then he tries to make a run for it. He's like not killed by it because he is a fucking real. Yeah, yeah he's a real person. Real person, person but it, yeah, it's not just digital. So, mm -hmm. so he's able to like make a run for it, and uh, uh, he finds Palmer uh, while he's running. Yeah. He encounters um, Palmer has a mirror in his hand. No, they they find they yeah. find a mirror. They find they like find a large mirror. mirror. They reflect the blast at one of the fly. They quote unquote kill one of the fly, and then they pull off the fly's hand glove, and candy comes out. And there's still a human right. hand underneath the glove. Yeah, there's so. a human hand under under this glove of the one giant. One of the flies like fly. escapes. Yeah, yeah they, it was like I'm getting the fuck out of here. They get the teleporter or whatever. Some some wormhole opens up and it yeah. runs through. Gone. And now here, this is important. This yeah. is when and they... Palmer does the same thing. He bamps out similarly. Yes. Yeah, he runs through a similar but hole. The fly that was injured, mm -hmm. they wakes up, wakes up, pulls the fly head off, <laughs> and it's a dude who's like, "I'm Jesus Christ." No, that's Roy Mascaroni. I thought I was Jesus. <laughs> oh, I thought I was Jesus. I thought I was Jesus, and then Jesus met Palmer before that, and then they did drugs, and they got, and then they got recoded as a fly. That's what I. Yeah, they had wrote. set the Soviet, uh, Mr. The, the Soviet virus, and basically, somewhere down the line, yeah, he got punished. Yeah, Roy Mascaroni. Roy Mascaroni, aka Jesus. That's right, and that's what he tells. Agent Gagano, you and I are asleep at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in 1997. <laughs> Boy, Something about know. Massachusetts being the truth. Yeah, Massachusetts yeah. being the truth. Is yeah, the truth. MIT. We're asleep at MIT. Now, there is a, there, there's a flashback where it's like, and here's my story yep. where I'm Jesus, where he's like... Crouched like in a, leggings he's, in front of he's, a cross. Yeah, he's like on a tiny yeah. little cross and... Uh, and then Batfro shows up and says, you cheap, cheap copy of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So he lifts his tiny cross up out of the sand. And on the back are three sort of battery packs of some sort on there. I don't know. Oh, there's, they're, uh, they're radios because he starts listening to music as he's right. walking. And he's, yeah. he's running away with this tiny cross. Also, he's got these black spandex uh, leggings. sort yeah. of leggings on as he runs away with this cross on his back that he's just kind of carrying around now like a like a cradling it, basically. <sighs> and at some point, uh, Little Fly, Gagano, actually perishes. He so the praying of the vets cracked the speed of Psycho Book and stopped Batfro from getting to him, and it gives him a chance to eat the candy because Batfro has already killed Roy. Um, Roy ate candy and then Batfro snapped his neck. Um, so the, um, Gagano eats the candy to try to get out of Psycho Book, and he he essentially dies. Like uh, his consciousness tries to leave and tries to wake up. But they burn his body because uh, they think he's dead. Right. They burn his real body. Yeah, they burn his real body. Right before that, we missed a key crucial element. Yeah, probably did. That's the not the Ark of the Covenant that allowed them. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was a a laptop from nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah, that was before the fly <laughs> showed up. Yeah. The psycho book was there, and they pull it off, and it's 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 it's. What are, what are those things called? They have the ancient carriers like they have in like Indiana Jones and you know, yeah, the Ark of the oh yeah, yeah, they have it. I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's like <laughs> it's a carrier that has the two sticks across the top. Yeah. They would carry royalty with it, and whatnot. Oh, palanquin, palanquin. There you go. They basically have it on there, and they they pull it off, and it 
it just this shapes into like the laptop. So like it looked like it was the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, just, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a 1994 laptop. Psycho yeah. look preloaded with a pat enter password and a username. Like yeah. all that fun stuff. So like yeah, no, it was oh. one of those things. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, no, it was fun. I, it was just that part was just like. Uh, and that was right before the zappings and the yeah. fly and all that. So if you want to put that in a, your timeline that you're you're paying close close That's right. attention to, and you're in your um, red spider web of how things have gone for this world. Just, um, yeah. But they basically unplug Gagano's consciousness. Yes. And they try to dispose of it. And Palmer, and like the one decent thing he does in the whole movie, saves Gagano's consciousness. Um, and gives it to Malin, who plugs it into a tiny portable TV. Yes. And then he travels. <laughs> Some has that TV. He, like he's yeah. in, he's in, the, he's in the fucking like apartment. He's communicating yeah. with his wife. Yeah. Well, he call, he dials, um, he dials the commander because he thinks the commander's going to help him. Yeah. Right. And then the commander tries to drop him off a roof. Yeah, there's this whole heart wrench scene between him and Malin, Gagano and Malin, that Malin's getting ready to go leave with Palmer, and they're talking. Well, that hasn't that hasn't happened. No, yet. no, because no. oh, okay. the captain goes to drop him off the roof, and we get the awesome Captain Laguchi right. jumping off the fucking That's roof right. and parachuting in to save him while he's trapped in the TV. You're right, Captain Laguchi then brings him back to the apartment safely. Um, and then, and then Malin and Palmer don't know he's there. I don't, I guess they don't notice the portable TV. Um. With his face on it. Right, with his face sitting there. Um, and (laughs) then Palmer admits his love for Malin and starts, like, squeezing her boobs even though she doesn't seem, like, she sort of seems to be into it. But nothing about her facial expression says that she's enjoying this. Purely um, a physical reaction, apparently, to her, but emotionally, she's wrecked over it. And then yeah. he yells, traitor! And then they know he's there. Yeah. And that's where it gets, <laughs> that's where it gets spicy. That's yes, well, I mean, yeah, one of the times. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, he's like, we were going to have children. Mm-hmm. How? For God's you're, sake, you're a portable you're TV. You're a portable TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a line. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh, right. okay, all right, there it is. Holy fuck. Uh, so, yes, he ends up um, off the roof. Yes. Mm-hmm. Saved by your favorite. Well, yeah, no, that's, that, that happened before that. Yeah, this right. is Because then he yeah. tells uh, Malin to leave with Palmer, yeah. which she does, and asks her to face him to the window. And then, like, I guess his battery runs down or something happens, but he gets put out, the TV gets put outside by whoever's cleaning the apartment. Oh, that's right, yeah, And yeah. then, then he gets picked yeah, up the movers by just one like of he, the, uh, He gets put in a box out for the trash, and somebody picks yeah. him up. One of the one of the drug addict people, or supposed drug addict people, <laughs> picks him up and takes him to see... Um, the cult of Jesus, right? Uh, the cult of Reverend whatever. Roy. Right. Who is, who Roy is Roy Marsconi, yeah. And then um, he ends up taking the substance just as the co- uh, the cops are busting things. He eats the Jello, or rather, Roy smears the Jello on top of the TV through uh, through the grate and says, "See you in MIT." Um, the substance. All right. Yeah. So now we're getting to the almost the end, almost the greatest part of this movie. That is the end. Yeah, the ending. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So he wakes up. Well, first we get um, Sir Reverend Roy is Chico Panero, and they're like, "Who is Chico Panero?" And they go, "We don't know, sir." Bring me everything you've got on Chico Panero, and then we get him waking up at MIT. <laughs> yeah, he somehow like is able to transmorph into from the television set back into his sort of former yes. self. And it, oh, yeah, it sort of static appears, and he's in he's in a hospital bed, and mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of want there to be a substance cinematic universe in SCU. <laughs> I just want more movies that like are tangential to this whole fucking being plot woken line. up by the substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just different things, like you know. I want you've to got a hundred movies you could work with right off the bat. No, this is yeah. an eighty-three minute movie that could have been a dozen films. Yeah, you know. But it would not have been as good if we had no, cut it right. down. But um, yeah, 
Roy is also waking up at MIT and it gives him like a knowing look. And then um, Malin is picking him up so they can go to the pizzeria. And the whole reason he did the study is so they can get they so he could get money so they could open the kickboxing academy for her. Yes, right. Um, and then he says, "Hey, which way to the highway?" And Roy, who once thought he was Jesus, says, "I'll show you." <laughs> it's the time line. It's the time line. Kermit scream in your head. Yep. Kermit arms. Yep. Um, but as we're going to the highway, this demon cat that we saw earlier on the face of Stalin reappears so are they really out of psycho book bum, 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 as they drive down the highway so this has like a weird very surreal esoteric ending kind of like the famous one that uh an occur an occurrence at owl creek did which is like the famous like short film or short story mm-hmm. that was like there's this whole story. Everything happens. All this stuff. Oh, it was all a dream because you're about to die. Oh, you know. Exciting. So I mean, that's been done many times. Jacob's mm-hmm. Ladder is a great example of mm-hmm. that. But this is like the weird, sort of trippy version of that. That maybe they're not dead. Like it. it was maybe just, they're not out yet. So he had this whole like bad, you know, like sort of trip experience that where he was like. My girl is cheating on me, blah, blah, blah. There's, you know, all my, all the insecurities in my life are now yeah. secret, you know, like secret Cold War situations with yeah. fucking computer game Matrix shit. But you don't even know if they're real or not at yeah, the same time. Exactly. It's like they kept telling them, like, that's just, they're just using that as, as a weapon or, or something of the like. And mm-hmm. so you couldn't even tell if that was actually happening or it was like made up propaganda. Right. So, suffice to say, this movie was a fucking ride. Yeah. yeah. This was a blast. And it was 83 minutes long. It was so fucking dense with insane shit. It felt like a two-hour movie. Yeah. And I fucking loved it so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. watch it again. I'm really glad that I bought this. And it I can't wait to... Ride. It was a fun run. Dude, I cannot wait until dig in, to dig into these extras. Like, like I said, the Arrow disc has the... Has the audio commentary with Alexandra Heller Nicholas on it, and I really fucking yeah. love her insight, so I'm stoked about that. I'm excited. Yeah, like I said, it's just if you're looking for one of these, you know, bring your friends over, <laughs> clear your mind, and just have fun movies. This is a oh, oh no. Do you like it when you melt your brain? Uh, yeah. I mean, you don't. No substance required. No pun intended. But you know, <laughs> you yeah. intended that pun. Don't fucking I lie to me. I intended that pun. Well, this <laughs> movie has that kind of pace that, in a social setting, like. I, I if you dare, look away for two seconds, you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened? No, I dare anyone to be bored by this movie. Yeah. Like, you can't. No, like, absolutely not. The only way, like, you, if you are mentally, like, fixated on following a narrative, well, then, yeah, you're you're fucking, fucking shit out of luck. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not out of luck. You're just, you know, good luck. You, you'll end no. up there is a narrative and there is a solid line it just it is purposefully convoluted as to like the layers of how deep we are in and right also the pacing i can compliment that because no matter mm-hmm. how crazy it got you could still you were still firmly in your seat no going, you were you the were ride can move yeah it, the weird part this wasn't it. a joe Dorowski movie where you're no. just like okay what the fuck just happened yeah it flowed weirdly well like you could just sit down okay things have changed but we're good and we could keep going and that was the fun part about i it. do think my two favorite things were captain laguchi the parachuting oh, yeah. drag queen saving the day and the laser flies well, we're introduced to Captain on that too. That was that was the yeah. intro to Captain Laguchi was truth. One was, man yeah. strip, or I should say, one person strip club show. One, and 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 Captain Laguchi is just up there giving it. The They're girl, all yeah, and just stripping out and having fun. And then there's this one unruly patron who's. It kind of looks like the the boxer or like the the, the kickboxer coach. In a way, he's this real ass. You would know better than to mouth off right. to Malin, though. Yeah, she beats the shit out of that dude. So he's another guy in there. He, he, he's an older guy. He's like, oh, you know who I am, and he's just, oh, you, ah, this is for me. I am only person here. <laughs> Clearly, he is. And then Malin, in full suit, just rusts him up, just right God into damn. the face, blam, blasts him, 
And Captain Lakuchi has a one-liner quip that I forgot right after that, but man. No, that's what it was. Uh, I, I have it written down. Oh, yeah, well, repeat it, because yeah. that, that whole Captain Lakuchi is not dancing for you. She is dancing for the universe. And just amazing, like, that that whole painted backdrop for me. That's Damn just, right. Just, yeah. The memory hit, and it was just, again, I'm working with no notes, so I was like, let me see if I can hold on to this. No, time. no, you're good, man. No, I wanted yeah. to see that. Uh, we've got... Good notes, great notes. We've got notes and and then decent notes. And I was like, I'm gonna see if I oh, can yeah, contain yeah. this monster. There are notes that I started taking, then I just kind of gave up, and then uh, it hit some little I was points. Say, it, it started solid for me. I was like, let me see if I can hold this tiger with no trap, and I, I think I did okay. <laughs> this movie is made to be that way. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. made to be a fun ride with a bunch of what the fuck moments, and in oh. the midst of this movie. I was like, I was talking to, you know, my hetero life mate, Jesse, who's mm -hmm. been on other episodes of the podcast. Yeah, Jesse does the Die for Dead formats with you, doesn't he? He does, he yeah. does. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck does this remind me of? This reminds me of, like, that this fucking crazy ass, like, Australia and New Zealand show. Yeah. Where there's, like, Hitler and dinosaurs. And we, we had to, like, figure it out between us for a few seconds. And... It, Danger Five, I guess, is the name of the show. It's such a fun time. It's it's mm -hmm. fucking bananas. It has that feel because it it feels like it was shot. Parts of this movie yeah. feel like they were taken straight out of like a late sixties TV show. Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of callbacks. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. And like the the weird random like, I think you brought up like a, you know Tim and Eric's awesome show. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Unbelievable in in the the directions it was going. Yeah. Commandant kind of looks like Tim Heidecker and, and Dave Foley of Kids in the Hall had a baby. That's yes, basically his look. I mean, and, yeah. he he looked like one of the McPoyles from fucking Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That too. That's right. We did yeah. mention that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has a multitude of looks, but yeah. Commandant is kind of one of Damn. those cheeks. So those looks. Suffice to say, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. We'll watch it, again. Mm -hmm. it is fucking insane, and I can't wait to you know have company over and be like, "Hey, man, what's the weird shit you want to show me?" I was like, "Oh, wait, hold on." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Let's do this. I'm super glad this is now in my arsenal and maybe getting played at Fallout next week. Yeah, I was gonna say. Get <laughs> there you go. Now. So, all right, so we're gonna wrap this up but our next portion here is like we've got to talk about if we were in good company shit if i was in bad company they're still getting a fucking double feature fuck them fuck yeah, yeah. I but mean, i mean hate you but like i at least show you decent movies if you were <laughs> you're getting them regardless to pair this movie with another what would it be do you want me to start us out or does yeah, anyone go ahead because i've got my answer so there, like, I was thinking, like, mindfuck stuff. So my brain went to two different ones. One I haven't seen in a long time. So, you know, I'm a little on the fence about it. Because I, I was torn between either Liquid Sky, because holy shit is that, like, just a mindfuck of a movie. Oh, yeah. Um, again, with substance and orgasm. No, I, I want a nonsense. bad movie night with that. Yeah, I'm, Liquid Sky is something that we sh absolutely should cover on this podcast. Um, we could do that. And the other one that I considered was uh, "What the Bleak Do We Know?" because it's another one that ends on that like, oh. "Do we know if we're still if we're back in reality, um, or if we've woken back up?" That Even though that thing. was like kind of a quasi documentary, it was. It was an cool. indie film slash documentary, but it ended on that that like that note of artists dreaming, that. and so that's kind of why. Have it you came seen all the mind. versions of that? No, I don't know that I have. Because I have like the like I said, I haven't watched it in version. years. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but those but, are those are my two picks. There's those are one good. That should be covered those on this podcast ones. for sure. So you want me to go? Or you want? No, I was gonna say I'll go. I'll go to access. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Two immediately come to mind. One's a musical from 1980 called The Apple. Fuck yes, dude. Yes, you brought you that up one. recently. Yeah, the Apple yes. is watch that. in that same sort of vein as if you're trying to hold on, things change, but it's a musical. The other choice I was torn torn with is of course an MST3K, and even without a classic. 
Overdrawn at the memory bank. Oh, man, I'm so excited <laughs> that you brought that up. <laughs> Overdrawn at the memory Raul, bank. Raul, Julia, what were you doing in that piece of shit? Well, well rest easy, Raul. We, we love <laughs> you, you so much. You deserve better. Yes, you are amazing as Dracula and Gomez, we know. Oh, my God. I was going to say that, uh, yeah, no, Overdrawn at the memory bank follows along no, the line tracks. of that same logic God in the film. Damn. And I was going to say that those two would be my argumentative flip coin for... Like, do you want to stay in the? Do you want to stay out of? If someone hates musicals, fine. It's overdrawn. Or if you want to go the whole nine yards and see what it would be like, set to music, the Apple. And yeah, similar sort of, what the fuck's going on here and there? Like moving forward, like it's that same vein for me, and I I enjoy that. And and again, huge and misty, so I I can roll with it <laughs> and watch it again and again and make fun of it. It'd be great. So, all right, Kurtz. So okay. I, I fucking love those choices, 100%. Thank you. Uh, the one I went with um, that was my first and only choice, but it's it's a movie called Holy Motors. Holy Motors. Uh, by Leo Corot. Tell us about the movie. And Bert. it's a French film. Uh, the, the film is fucking bananas weird. Uh, it does have, does have Kylie mm-hmm. Minogue in it. Um, it's kind of about a bunch of different characters including like maybe an immortal slash of uh, vampire bum who is haunting different kinds of society there's also like a limousine company involved it's a fucking bananas movie it is gorgeous like uh like the cinematography is like uh, evocative of like uh jean-pierre Jeunet. Like the city of lost children, like okay. weird, weird shit. Yeah, highly very, surreal. very cool. Is it black, um, black and white? You said or is it noir? Or? It's it, no, it's it's a pretty recent. I would okay. say uh, mid twenty teens. This one okay. came out. It's okay. not it's not old. Not not super old. Okay. I have to look into that one too. Corot uh, did a more recent film that had Adam Driver in it called Annette. Oh, I which I still have yet to see uh, because I'm slacking. But are Are you slacking, or are there just is there just a plethora of cool things that are both getting released, re-released, and becoming available that we have to continually? And there's you know a hundred years of of film prior. Did you just quote the unbearable weight of massive talent? (laughs) What I just did? Did you not have you not seen that yet? The Nick Cage film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? No, I've seen it multiple times. Okay, I just want to... Because I, uh, I thought you were just casually being like, wow, how do you choose one film in a hundred plus years of amazing cinema? I thought you were just casually, like, caging oh, no. out on me. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. <laughs> hey, un- unintentional cage moment. Great. <laughs> Maybe this is the universe telling me I need a a Nick Cage tattoo. Maybe my birthday tattoo has to be a Cage Rage tattoo. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) In any case, yeah, no. uh, Holy Motors. uh, Okay. I'll lend it to you if it's not streaming anywhere. Fucking. Holy Motors. Fucking movie's amazing. You know, it's it's, it's weird and bizarre on this level that you're just like, what the fuck is happening? But you could follow the, the, the narrative and you're just like, okay, okay, okay. Bizarre shit's happening, surreal at times. Yeah. All right. So yeah, no, I mean that—that's definitely our realm. <laughs> it's definitely seen, this realm. Shit. Seen weirder stuff, but this is pretty pretty close to top tier weird. All right, but mm-hmm. well done weird. So. <sighs> all right, so we have. We're wrapping this motherfucker up. All right. Let's, so all right. Let's wrap it up in a big electronic ancient Apple bow. Eight bit bow. That's right. This fucking soundtrack, holy shit. Alright, so, um, Beautiful Disasters, where can you find us? You can find us on Facebook at Beautiful Disasters Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Beautiful underscore Disasters underscore Podcast. Fuck yeah. You can email us directly at Beautiful Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. And we love recommendations. Oh. Hit us up anywhere of those places let us know what you want us to watch you can also find us at guipodcast.com and as well as all the other shows on the network that also gives a gives you a direct link to where you can get merch for us and the other shows on the network 
um, through T Public, which you know they've got some badass stuff. The prints are turning out a lot better. I just picked up the the Buckaroo Bonsai inspired one, which I love. We've got the Battle Royale inspired design. Um, so you really can't go wrong with those. And love it. You know you can find something you like, and they do sales all the fucking time. Oh yeah. So rep that shit. And then yeah, and you know pictures, to, su like to support the beautiful. entire network. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go to gypodcast.com, click on the Amazon link. Oh, that yeah, also yeah, yeah. Uh, throws a little shekels. Doesn't cost you a cent more, but like, you know, a little bit comes back to the network, helps us buy, uh, you know, cable here or booze or whatever. I'm for booze. So it goes. Booze former. Psycho but yes. book tokens. Psycho book tokens. I don't know if they have psycho book tokens. We well, just had credit cards. Do I just have to like start licking things? Credit cards and psycho book, uh, you know. Marketplace hey. has got to be incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus shows you the way to the highway. Hey, Groots, give me your credit card. I'm going to try licking it. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's do this. <laughs> no credit cards were harmed in the making of this Fuck podcast. yes. Um, thank you so much for listening. Again, check out all the shows on the GUI network and uh, for beautiful disasters. I've been the Groots. I am Murphy Lawless. And I'm Alan T. Thank you so much for listening. That's right. Stay beautiful, motherfuckers. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>